Hey guys, um, it's Dawson, uh, your favorite funny guy. So there was a lot of background noise when we recorded this episode, so the noise gate is raised a little high. That means sometimes one of us might cut out or whatever, but you know, just gotta live with it. Also, my mic had a couple issues here and there, but uh, you know, still a good episode. Uh, have a have a jam, have a laugh, uh, have a funny little... Uh... Alright, I'll shut up. Two episodes, one day. Which, have we ever done that before? No. Nope. We've done two episodes across, like, a couple days, right? Mm-hmm. We haven't yeah. done two in one day before. We've never done two in one day. And we are kind of crazy for this one. Yeah. Um, but luckily, um, it, we got a banger. Hard to um, know her. <laughs> motherfucker. We got a good song. Er. Right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we got a great guest. Um. I, I see him trying to do the the <laughs> hand mudra with was, the microphone in his hand. There we go. You got to talk into the front, buddy. It's on the top. I see. Uh, the other way around. Other way. That's the front. The one part with the logo is the front. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, returning guest to the show. Well, we should probably introduce ourselves first. Hey, hey welcome, welcome back. back to this ain't a scene. It's a podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dawson. He, him pronouns. I'm your other host, Carson. Uh, he, him pronouns as well. Um, and with us returning to the show to do a much better song than he did last time. Um, and I believe he was very happy about it because we spun in front of him. Yeah. And uh, if it was going to be some trash, my boy wasn't coming on. <laughs> Absolutely was not coming on. So true. Uh, but returning to the show, uh, Matthew Haig. Hello. Ooh. Thanks for having me. Matt Marty. Matt Marty. What Matt up? Marty. Um, if you're confused about whether or not it's Matt or Marty, uh, Yep. With all the flack that Maddie Healy's taking right now, are you mm-hmm. glad you're not a Maddie? I've I never I've never been Maddie like f- in a single day in my life. I've never gone by Maddie. You just so don't feel it. I just don't. It seems like the worst option. You got to you know? be a certain breed of of person to go by Maddie. Yeah, I mean a like certain breed of dog shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do I seem like a Maddie? No, you no, don't. No, you've never seemed like a Maddie. That's to what me. I'm saying. Yeah. You've always you've always. I mean, you've been Marty for so long to me. Yeah. That it, it, it wouldn't make any sense for you to be Maddie. Yeah, I do or love Matt. I agree. I love being called Marty. It's especially because it's just not my name. That is fun. <laughs> that is yeah. fun. Um very funny. Did, uh did you have any cool nicknames growing up, Dawson? Nope. My dad used to call me Lish. Lish? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. What does that mean? Um I think it's like a Toad the Wet Sprocket song, and my dad's a dork, so yeah. um, I don't know what Lish is. Um, I've been like trying my whole life to figure out what Lish is. I guess I could just ask him, but that would require talking to him, and I don't really want to do that either. Mm. So, um, I uh, uh, never mind. That's uh, off pod story. <laughs> I was okay. about to tell a very off pod story on pod. Okay. Oh no. Um, well, in lieu of that, uh, what did we just do before? Uh, and yeah, before doing this podcast well, since, our, our, since our guest was a part of it, I'll I'll let him describe what we what we did. Because if I I'll I'll start to fumble over my words and be like your description of what happened. Your your description of what went down the last three days, Marty. We spent the last three days shooting new music videos for the Calistow Boys. Yes, we sure did. Yeah, for songs people have not heard yet. For songs people have not heard yet. Which is exciting. Which is very exciting. Um, and Dawson got to join us, which was very fun. Yeah. Awesome. I so pulled up fun. last day. I'm in one of the music videos. You're actually in both. I'm in both of the music <laughs> yeah, videos. Because we shot 
two concurrently. I didn't. Yeah. I, I didn't even know that y'all were shooting two of them until Amber was like, "Man, can't believe we shot two music videos in three days." And I was like, "What? Huh?" <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was a lot. How many have you ever like back like not backlogged, but have you ever like shot concurrently like that? No, not like that. Never. Yeah. I mean, we did that. Uh, what is delicious video and we filmed and the what is delicious video was like mostly done i yeah. think um by the time we filmed the elephant man video mm-hmm. um and it was weird to have like two videos in the can for a little while yeah for sure um but not at all comparable to what we just did no we this is it was it was exhausting honestly it was fun it was pretty exhausting it was fun it was um, a good time we we not to give anything away, but we dressed like morons and we, we had to go like in public. Fucking <laughs> idiots and went in public. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I dropped the ori- originally, and this doesn't really give anything away. Originally, I was going to interview just like random people on the street <laughs> in that outfit, and then I saw what I looked like in it, and I was like, "Nope, not that's happening. so funny." Absolutely fucking not. I think My, we I think we could do a man on the street thing in the future, though. That would be fun. Oh, definitely, I think that'd be cool. I think it'd be cool to do like a man on the street thing and be on brand. I've also, and you know, maybe this is, I maybe I should timestamp this just so that no one steals my idea. I've always thought it would be funny to do like a music video that is an actual focus group, mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> and I feel like that's maybe been done before. Um, but like, I mean, like truthfully, like playing a real ass focus group, a music video, and like. You know, having a normal person run it, like in Bruno when yeah. he screens the uh, when he screens his TV show, where he's like insulting celebrities <laughs> and like calling them slurs, and then uh, like he walks out, he's like, "I don't understand why you don't like it." <laughs> like, um, I love that. That'd be fun. Yeah, it would be fun. Uh, it, it's something I've always wanted to do, but we've just—I mean, the budget for these two that we just shot. Just letting everybody know, it's not that our label doesn't have money; they do. But this was like such a quick spur of the moment thing. Yeah. That this was like, I wonder if that's been getting picked up. Um, if y'all just heard a real, there's some uh, pans, there's sizzling some pan in the kitchen, sizzling yeah. in the background. It sounds delicious. It does We're sound out delicious, here yeah. cooking. What? Um, that was dope. Nice. Um, that was really. That was stupid. so sick. I'm uh, gonna. I'm leaving the show now because that was yeah, so bad. This was just like a spur of the moment thing. We didn't have like a huge budget for it. Yeah. But, like, once we do have huge music video budgets, it's over for you fools. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> it's going to be so sick. We're going to have our own sketch show, basically, just with oh music. God, I hope so. I mean, this was pretty close to that. Yeah. We do some good bits in this one. We really it's do. pretty goofy. We, we watched all of the new season of I Think You Should Leave, like, the first night I was here, and I think that was very inspiring for the video. Mm. I think yeah. we got a lot out of that. Do you, do you think that that sort of loosens you into this goofy state of mind definitely yeah yeah sort of a goofy movie (laughs) (laughs) i would love to make a goofy movie (laughs) let's make some goofy movies um dawson uh i didn't ask last episode what what have you been up to not much awesome (laughs) (laughs) um i mean we're still we still haven't gone back into the studio yet oh Um, shit uh what was your last day the 19th uh i don't remember Something no, like I don't that. Remember either. Um, but it's. Uh, I think we're going back in on the fifth. Um, but in the meantime, I've been dog sitting at my at my parents' house. Oh, dope. Um, which means I have been at my parents' house for the past like week. Nice. Um, since Saturday, so I have nice. been bored as shit 
And their address is... Oh, yeah, it's... 115. Oh, sorry. Under the cork tree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but, I mean, that's been... (laughs) Let me tell you, the the amount of piss I've cleaned up in the past week, like... Your own? No. (laughs) The dogs. Oh, the dogs. The dogs. What do you think is happening at my parents' house? Uh, did your parents not train their dogs? They are trained. All your Thank rings you off of the Thank you so much. Stool. I'm so sorry. Thank you so much, Carson. You're welcome. They are trained, um, but like we lay out pee pads and shit like that. But they are really stupid and they miss. That's crazy. So these are small dogs. They are small dogs. Yeah. Okay. Um, two Shih Tzus and a Corgi. Mm. Um, I've also been cat sitting, but the cats haven't been a fucking issue at all. Yeah, cats are pretty chill. Um. So, I mean, I, I'm supposed to, like, also get up earlier to take the dogs yeah. out and walks, and I have been doing that. But if, yeah, if you... Yeah, you were up a little early today. Yeah. Normally, normally I text you, which, to be fair, my sleep schedule, fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I'll text you, and then, like, you won't respond till like, 3, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Dawson's awake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, usually that's because I've just gotten out of bed. Um. I mean, dude, I've had those days. Yeah. There was one day after the studio where I was so exhausted from doing vocals that I napped and it fucked up my sleep schedule so bad, like the nap itself did, that I woke up at like 5 p.m. the next day. And I was like, this is going to be an issue. <laughs> That's not good. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like we should get into the song. Yeah. Because we're, we've been around for 10 minutes now. and Something like that. Oh, just to... Um remind everybody uh this episode is being recorded the same day as the last episode and the next episode will be recorded a day after so that means that uh if that you have any corrections if we get something wrong uh we will not be able to acknowledge it will not be there we won't be there because carson will be on tour on tour and so will marty but marty's not like a, a host of this podcast so it doesn't really like frequent guest though yeah. when he's not in new jersey <laughs> when he's yeah. not in jersey he's yeah. podcast I'm, I'm on the pod but yeah just just so y'all your know. address two yeah. four one uh <laughs> yeah you don't give a shit do you? <laughs> <laughs> just just look up the uh <laughs> just go to the cherry hill diner dm me i'll send you my address <laughs> Like a punk show. Yeah. DM for address, yeah. But, but it's just you watching yeah, just, Family yeah. Guy. Knock on my door. I'll open it. Yeah. Have you been you you haven't been really on a Family Guy kick? You, I haven't seen you watch Family Guy a single time while you've been in town. I've, really? I've, I've been uh I've been a king of the hillhead this past week, truthfully. Okay. Which is it's it's in it's pretty comparable <laughs> in quality, I think. Yeah. It's coming back, isn't it? I've heard that. King of the I'm Hill? interested. I'm I'm interested too. I like yeah. I I will watch any Mike Judge thing. Absolutely. For at least one season. Yeah. Um I think Extract is pretty good. The one with uh, Jason Bateman. Ooh, I haven't seen that. That sounds Ooh, cool. We'll watch it. It's cool. Hell yeah, dude. Um just you know, just classic Mike Judge. Yeah, he's stuff. He's hysterical. Legend. Absolute Legend. goofball. Mm-hmm. Wasn't um, he like No, that's Matt Groening. I'm thinking of Green, oh, Simpsons guy? Yeah, Simpsons guy. No, uh, Mike Judge is Dumb and Dumber, or no, not Dumb and Dumber, sorry, Beavis and Butthead, Beavis and Butthead King yeah. of the Hill, um, Idiocracy, Idiocracy. Yeah, I got them mixed yeah. up, um, because I was like, Daria? Didn't that guy I fucking, know. Maybe. uh, I know, um, Matt Groening got like a 
foot massage from a miner or something mm. on a plane. Uh, uh, yeah, he, on Epstein's plane. That. Yeah, on Epstein's plane specifically. Yeah, yeah, you, you really buried the Epstein lead there. I just, yeah. well, I couldn't remember if it was on Epstein's plane or not, although I don't really know under what other context that would yeah. happen. But yeah. Matt Groening had basically nothing to do with The Simpsons being good. Like, if Hank Azaria was on Epstein's plane, that'd be an issue. Mm. Yeah, no, I'd be very upset. It would be heartbreaking. Did Phil Hartman write on The Simpsons? That sounds right. I, I think, think so. He did. That I sounds right. Say he did. There's a bunch of good comedians that wrote on The Simpsons. Yeah, Conan yeah. O'Brien wrote the monorail episode. I, I just rewatched that. that. That's it's hilarious. Yeah. There's there's been a lot of good comedy on the on The Simpsons, and Matt Matt Groening has just been keeping it keeping its animated corpse alive for years now. Pretty much. Um, I go back and watch that Simpsons baseball episode all the time. It's, it's awesome. Pretty, pretty it's great. So funny. Good stuff. Was Epstein's plane actually called the Lolita Express, or yeah, he yeah. called it that? He called it that. Yeah. What a fucking piece of work this guy is. The more I learn about him, <laughs> what the more a I don't like jerk. him. Jerk. Yeah. What a piece of dog shit. He was a problem for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he yeah. He was having you know sometimes white boys get a little too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh. uh Dawson, Marty, uh, what's this damn song called? It's called. What a catch, Donnie, and here's a snippet of it. <laughs> you gotta stop doing that. <laughs> I, I, did the, I did that for the I've Got All This Ringing In My Ears episode, I and know. we didn't put an actual clip of this song. I know. <laughs> oh, I did it. I hit it, too. I don't, believe don't. you. No, no, no. I can't hit it. <laughs> you motherfucker. Um, okay, so, What a Catch, Donnie. Um, we have touched on this song a lot yeah uh on previous episodes yeah with other guests but i'm going to say this i think marty is the correct guest for uh, this episode thank you and i will say it's mostly because you're more recent out of the three of us you are the most recent Foley i do convert yeah i listened to Foley for the first time all the way through like this year yeah wow that's yeah. crazy I so know. So was the first time you had heard What a Catch this year? Um, I, uh, I hadn't heard it since it came out. I remember mm. listening to that one because sure. it had all the features, but like I basically heard it with fresh ears. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I know. I mean, there are like nine guys on this song. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And including all four members of Fall Out Boy, there's like ten guys on yeah. this song. So, um, yeah, I mean, let's let's dive in. Let's dive in. Mm -hmm. uh, let's dive into the, into the reef. Uh, with our fishing rods and yes hopefully pull out a, a a great catch oh we're gonna pull out a great catch what a catch it will be oh, what a catch it will be donnie <laughs> um so marty we're gonna we're gonna let you what the fuck is going on over there they're cooking they're cooking they're starting their own podcast um <laughs> marty uh just like baseline initial thoughts what do you think of this fucking song um, it, to to keep it short, it's awesome. It's incredible. And yeah, if you were to keep it, you know long. what I was thinking too. I'm I'm on another slow jam episode. This is the slow jam you on the are record. On another slow jam episode. Yeah, and I, I think we decided it's the best one. Slow oh, this jam, is one thousand percent. The yeah, best slow, slow jam, jam yeah. Marty. That's who you the, are. The the features are crazy. Getting Elvis Costello on a Fall Out Boy song. Awesome. That must have been Insane. Patrick Stump's awesome. dream. You know what I mean. Isn't Patrick Stump's kid named after Elvis Costello's real name? 
I don't know. That's wild. I'd believe I, that. I believe. Hang on. We got an expert in the building. Hey, Maddie. Isn't Patrick Stump's kid named after Elvis Costello's real name? Declan. Okay, there you go. Damn. Yeah. You know you can't be walking around on this earth named Elvis goddamn Costello. You don't survive through through high school. Is Elvis yeah. Costello British? Do they have high school? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. If upper school or something like that. Yeah. Primary upper school. Upper school. Primary Ooh, school. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. This song's bonkers. It's so sick. Uh, it's so sick. I think that this is, like... This is the one ballad mm-hmm. that is like in my liked songs. Yeah. That I will not skip. Yeah. At mm-hmm. any time. I was going to say the same thing. I'm kind of always in the mood for this song. Mm-hmm. It's got a monster hook. Um it's got some epic guitar in it. Dude. Some arena rock. Some queen arena level rock guitar. stuff. And this was the point where they were playing arenas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um you know, when they were touring this record, they played uh, State Farm Arena, which mm-hmm. used to be called Phillips Arena, um, here in Georgia. I did not go. Um, L for me not going, but El Bozo. Um, they played State Farm Arena, um, and now the venue size has gone to like amphitheaters, which still very very good. Yes, yeah, less crazy. people. You can bring your potato salad, but <laughs> um, you know, still still very very cool. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, just this song is so cool. I think that the way that it works in the record, which we've talked about the ordering before about why it's not a closing track. Mm -hmm. Um, Go to the West Coast Smoker episode to, I mean, see our breakdown of that. What a banger. What a banger. Um, The actual closer on this record. Um, but yeah, those are, those are my just baseline thoughts. Dawson, what you got? Baseline thoughts. Um, I am in agreement. This song fucking rules. Um, I, funny story about this song in particular. Um, the first time I heard it, I didn't know Brendan Urie was on it. And so like when I heard his voice come in, I was like, yo, let's fucking go. Because like, um, this was definitely before his voice got annoying um you think so yeah you know what i would push back on that and say this is the moment his voice got annoying i <laughs> when i disagree this is, this, this is when it happened when i heard this like earlier this year for the first time i i like i knew the features were coming i didn't check to see in what order and i knew it was brendan yuri as soon as he came in because he's mm-hmm. shrieking at the top of his lungs <laughs> he's shrieking and he's going real hard yeah. with his with him singing the chorus of dance dance um but he gets faded out i think the quickest out of everybody thank god uh jesus <laughs> um i like his feature i think I, it's I good i like it too uh I was just really excited to hear it at the time because I was like, yo, it's that guy. Yeah, it's that man again. <laughs> well, it's guys, that man I like. Do you two want to get into the features? Because I want to know who you think has the best. So I, I do want to get into the features. Mm-hmm. I, I want to point out that Fall Out Boy did release a version of this song that was... Um, it's pretty interesting to hear because it's just like any time I get to get into this band's creative process, which there's very few videos out there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The version mm-hmm. of What a Catch that is on the Believers Never Die Greatest Hits compilation, mm-hmm. um, which is just basically every single from every record since 
they had just like constant smashes with that. Mm. Um, what a catch is on it, and the version of what a catch with Patrick Stump giving Elvis Costello a vocal guide is on the Believers Never Die version. Ooh, I have so not heard Patrick that. Stump doing that part instead of Elvis Costello, um, and him kind of giving him an idea of like this is how I want you to do this, which is very cool. Mm. Um, it's it's just straight up a guide that Patrick put in there, and of course. He's singing his little white ass off, mm-hmm. uh, which is nuts. Absolutely. Um, for a you know vocal guide on a on a demo, basically, um, which is really interesting to hear. Um, I feel like I feel like getting into the features now is is where we should go. Should we go in order? Sure. Yeah. Um, so the first one is Elvis Costello uh, reprising uh, the line from Head First Slide into Cooperstown on a Bad Bet. Um, I will never end up like him behind my back. I already am. Keep a calendar this way. You will always know, which I think this was the first time I'd ever heard a band do that is like, yeah. be like, remember mm-hmm. that other song that we wrote? Because in my mind, I was like, oh, it's like movies, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, a director isn't gonna, you know, reference one movie that he made that isn't connected to this movie. Little did I know that that happens all the time. How, you know what I'm saying? How small your worldview was. Oh, how stupid yeah. I was. <laughs> um, I, I love the Elvis Costello. He has such a weird fucking I, voice. He's such yeah. a weird motherfucker. It he, works yeah. really well here. It, it's so cool. Like the first, and then again, when I heard it for the first time earlier this year, just blown away. Like it's, it's so crazy. It's so nuts. And that song is how many songs before four? Something like that. Something it's like not that. like it's very terribly busy. far behind. Yeah how f- how far away is it from the love song told from the perspective of the hip? <laughs> uh, I know we brought it up the last time you were on, but Pete Wentz introducing this song like you know that guy who who thinks he sucks, but he's but cool, ha- but he's cool. <laughs> That's what this song's about. <laughs> Fucking which, you, like, Pete. I do believe that that is what the song is about. It's just Patrick is selling it with so much more gravitas. Oh, yeah. That it's like, you know, it's very silly. (laughs) To be like, like, this song's about a guy who thinks he sucks, but actually he rocks. (laughs) Yeah, Pete (laughs) just like... Very Chicago mindset. He comes off as like way more frat boy than Patrick does. Pete is such a himbo. Such a himbo. (laughs) Such a himbo. Yeah. Right down to the way he plays bass. Like, he plays bass like he's a frat guy pretending to play bass. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is dope. Um, Which is great because he's actually playing the So then um, uh, there's a huge reprise after the third chorus of this song. Um, for those who don't know, please go listen to the song. I don't know why you haven't mm-hmm. yet. If, if you're you, listening I, to this podcast. If you listen to this podcast and we play a song, like we have a song that comes up that you haven't heard before and then you listen to the episode anyway without listening to the song like appreciate your listen but mm-hmm. um why what the fuck is wrong with what like what you do know you get funny out of it? is i did while we were on that tour with hazing over a couple weeks ago i did hear like like one or two of the people that came up were like yeah i don't always know the song and like to me i assumed they were talking about like uh, you know, Eternal Summer mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, one of those uh, Super Fate or yeah. one of those, uh, you know, lesser known songs that we were talking about. No, there was a person that was like, yeah, I, I hadn't heard West Coast Smoker until after I listened to the episode. Hmm. I was like, that's nuts. I mean, if we're getting people to listen to West Coast Smoker, then like, I think we're doing our job correctly. Yeah. 
But I mean, you know, consider listening to the song and so you can better understand what we're talking about. And I think you, Dawson, should consider listening to the band Cobra Starship. Okay. <laughs> um, Where did that come from? Uh, because the first, uh, the first guest vocalist in the big reprise is Gabe Saporta from the band Cobra Starship. Wow! Uh, truthfully... Cobra Starship is like a band that sucks but rocks. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, they're so bad that they're good. Um, and also, they've got a couple jams, I feel like. Oh, yeah. The like Snakes on a Plane song is incredible. The Snakes on a Plane song is good, but also there's 95 guests on that song. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. He, yeah, truthfully. Yeah. A lot it, of was, snakes it was like on the, the cruel summer of Fueled by Ramen. Yo. <laughs> the K-Dance Cruel Summer. Yeah, that's their version of Mercy, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, what a downgrade! I, I really, I really respect that, like Gabe Saporta for like just going for it, because like the Cobra Starship was so over the top. So over the top. It was awesome. They had they had a couple big songs too. They had Good Girls Go Bad. I don't know a goddamn thing about Cobra Starship. They were like, um, could you turn down your gain a little bit too? Uh, so you, you got closer oh, to wow. your mic and then wow, yeah, I'm peeking, bad. swagging out everywhere. Yeah, I'm. I'm Co- Cobra Starship is like if 303 was like more fun mm. and like less lame. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I I don't hate that comparison. That's um, it's yeah, it's like party rock. It's it's like Kesha kind of music. Mm. It's like if um Kesha bangs. Kesha's fucking awesome. Like you know yeah. that new The Dare EP. I haven't listened to it because I heard you it know was how ass. everyone thinks it's ass. Yeah, Cobra Starship was that back in the day, but everyone loved it. Yeah, oh good. yeah, it was very horny. So if the dare had come out back around then, then nobody would have a problem. One thousand percent. I mean, like, listen, everyone says LCD Sound Systems a good band, and that band sucks dick. So, uh, like, well, <laughs> I don't know about I, all that. I, I really don't give a shit. Whoever whoever is defending LCD Sound System on our Twitter can die. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I like LCD Sound System. I think this is happening like is very good. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> Did you did you see how fucking everybody's like the dare's cover art the is pedophilia like, is pedophilic thing, when it's very clearly not children on that cover? Yeah, yeah, no, very weird. No, he's I like mean, he was a people, teacher. Is like okay, who cares? <laughs> right wing people like love to just like throw out pedophilia accusations, and it's because they're constantly thinking about pedophilia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's projection. Yeah. yeah, no. Nine times out of projection. Nine times yeah. out of ten, it is projection. Like the, sure. just the amount of times that like some uh, conservative influencer or whatever like calls trans people pedophiles. Mm-hmm. That yeah. you like check their video backlog yeah. and they have a video arguing about how the age of consent should be lowered. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, sure, man, yeah, sure. for sure. No, yeah, the trans people are pedophiles, and, and it's not you. And, who's yeah no for previously sure. argued that you should be able to fuck children like what if what if what if i dressed up like a woman and went to the woman's bathroom it sounds like you're thinking about that a lot yeah, yeah. did you uh, <laughs> did you see that guy on twitter who fucking he keeps <laughs> he keeps saying that chick-fil-a puts trans semen in their drinks and if you name search him and trans semen I mean, he uses a slur, so like I can't say that. No, yeah, but, I um, got gotcha. you. If you it, literally hundreds of tweets, that's crazy. Mm. Like, brother, it sounds like he's got a particular fixation. I think you need to figure something out. 
You should. I, I feel like everyone should go underneath his tweets and just be like, "Try sissy hypno, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> see if it in, uh, unlocks something." Um, no, uh, the Dare EP is good. I like it a lot. Um, it is silly. Um, and in the first song, he says, "They say I'm too fucking horny." Like that should tell you all you need to know. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he does not give a shit <laughs> what you think. Um, it's fun. I don't give a shit. Um. So, uh, that's, uh, what do we think of Gabe Supporta's, uh, feature here? Gonna be honest, um, I often can't pick it out of the, of the mix. Fair enough. I mean, I can't totally tell it's him, um, uh, but the next one, um, Marty, what does the name Gym <laughs> Class Heroes immediately bring to mind? One of the, so I, this is embarrassing. I fucking love gym class heroes. Yo, let's go. <laughs> um, the first, the as cruel as school children record is like all bangers. Dude. Oh yeah, that, that album's good. Yeah, album's I good. I I will defend it until I die. Um, uh, and I I respect Travi McCoy like because it seems like he's made a career of just like hanging out. He was signed yeah, to T Pain. Crazy. He was signed to T Pain's label for a while. Like he was on Happy Boy. Like that's insane. I know it's hysterical. So I I like this one a lot. I like shout, out just, Pain. shout out G-Pain. Shout out G-Pain. Future guest of the pod. Yeah, I like that um, he just kind of, imagine. like, he's very mellow. He's singing the chorus for, um, for Sugar We're Going Down, which is a big one. Mm-hmm. Big one. Huge. They gave, him, they gave him arguably the biggest one at this point. Yeah. Um, and I, I find it very interesting that they did that. Um, uh, this was also the era where Patrick Stump was producing... Fucking everyone on Decadence's records. Yeah, hmm. it was like Pete ran the management side of things, and then Patrick just like got money from Decadence to produce these records. Um, just going back to Cobra Starship real quick. Uh, Patrick Stump produces the second Cobra Starship record, Viva La Cobra, mm-hmm. and uh, his backing vocals are on nearly the entire thing, like mm. every single song. And it is worth it for that alone because he's just doing runs over and over on the background. <laughs> Let's <It's> fucking go. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, Gym Class Heroes. Um, I don't like I couldn't name you a song other than Take a Look at My Girlfriend. Oh, that's them. Banger. That's them. Yeah. yeah. With, oh. with Patrick. With Patrick. Oh, also <laughs> that's them yeah, uh that was terrible the fuck? that yeah. one's real bad well they have two songs with patrick stump because he's also on the we have to take our clothes off song do you know that one no we what is that song off. you don't know that one what know. the oh, fuck that's a that? banger dog me when um, we have to take our clothes off man uh i mean fake fake fan uh of gym <laughs> class heroes i saw gym class heroes um at the old masquerade that's cool mm. they played hell Nice. And not a lot of people were there. I saw Damn. him at a warp tour. I think it was like 2011. And it was it was awesome. Well, I think they made bank off supporting. For like sure. 40 minute support slots. Absolutely. Like Ball Out Boy. Uh I know they supported the Academy is. Yeah. Um they did some shit recently. They were on a couple dates of that Fallout Boy Wiz Khalifa tour. Oh, I think that's yeah. the last thing that they did. That is cool. The Good Boys of Zummer tour. Oh, I remember that one. <laughs> and you can't correct me because you'll be too late. Go fuck yourself. Ooh, um, gotcha, gotcha. But when I get back from tour, endless corrections. <laughs> <laughs> Weeks of corrections. Um, yeah, uh, if, we, if we were to give Dawson one gym class here a song to, to listen to. Uh, it would have to be the one with Patrick. 
I'm bad. I'm so bad with names. That's fine. Just listen to the songs of Patrick Stump. Okay, yeah. smile. Oh man, Marty, I don't think I've ever like just straight up asked your opinion on this. Uh huh. What Panic of the Disco songs do you like? What I think that uh, their first album is perfect. Agree. Based. It is unbelievable. Like it like changed my life as a kid. Um, and yes. I like I think it still holds up. And then yes. I enjoy a handful of songs on the next album. And then there's a couple on Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die that I think are good. And that's oh, kind of where I skipped Vices out. and Virtues entirely? Only because I never got into it as a kid. I, I think mm. it's probably good. I know it's like pretty good. Is that the Mona Lisa song? Yeah. That one's a banger. Mm. I like the song on Jennifer's Body. That's New, new perspective. perspective. Yeah, that's that song rocks. Good song. Amazing song. Dog, I was driving For Your Health to Tennessee. I forgot to tell you about this. Um, and I was again making the argument. I was like, "Emperor's New Clothes" off of "Death of a Bachelor" is a banger, right? It is a banger. And I and like the production on "Death of a Bachelor," I might add, so heavy. Yeah, like yeah, it's pretty crazy. it slams. Oh, like, there's some good songs on that one too. Yeah, L.A. Devotee song. That song's so good. Yeah. That it's, it's album, great. I think that's part of why I liked it so much as a kid. Like nowadays, there's like five maybe six on a good day songs that I like from that album. Really? Because we listened, we ended up listening to most of it. And mm. I was like, this record might slam except for like two or three. It songs. is produced extremely well. Sounds yeah. so good. It sounds fantastic. And they were huge at that point. They yeah. were. Wasn't that enormous. so crazy? They were, they were direct support for Weezer when that record came out. And yeah. then after that, they were playing arenas. Yeah. yeah. He like Brendan Urie caught a crazy second wind. So yeah. nuts. Especially because I was watching them like like barely fill the tabernacle on vices and virtues. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. that show was nowhere near selling out. I mean it was there was still a lot of people, obviously, but that show was nowhere near like yeah. you know, full. And then um, he flew a little too close to the sun with that Elizabeth Warren shit. <laughs> that was his Sisyphus moment. <laughs> He's constantly flying too close to the sun. Yeah. I'm I'm wondering what the comeback looks like. Um, because obviously they're gonna come back. And yeah. Yeah, I hope that they he embraces his legacy and just he finally does the the a fever you can't sweat out ten uh, twenty year tour. Yeah, he just mm-hmm. does Holy that. Shit, I'm Dude. old. That record's about to be. Yeah. Well, vices and virtues turned ten two years ago, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, fuck. Yeah, I'm fucking so old. Fever is gonna turn ten in two years. Oh, I was gonna say, fever's gonna turn twenty in two years. 20, yeah, you're right. Death of a Bachelor is going to turn 10 in two years. That's crazy. Fucked up. That's fucked yeah, up. That's Don't make me think uh, about that. <laughs> I was going to I was gonna mention to you, we listened to Nearly Witches also. Mm-hmm. That song might suck, and I'm very upset about it. I disagree. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But also, like, there's parts of it where I'm just like, this isn't a song. It's two songs that got, like, yeah. I know what band I'm in. Don't don't get me wrong. I know that I'm in a band that switches genres every 15 seconds. But you ever like, listened to Star Baby before? That's that's a good two songs. Um, okay, so Brendan Urie does dance dance. Yes, mm-hmm. I you like think it. it's try hard. I do. I really do. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. I think it fits. He goes theater kid with it. It fits that's my problem. Song. Yeah, I don't like that he opens with falsetto. I think that's what I find obnoxious about it. Counter argument. Mm-hmm. The original song <laughs> opens with falsetto on that oh, part. But it's Patrick. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, I, what, are, what are you supposed to do? I, well, I think you know? Brendan. I think Brendan Urie kind of made a career out of just doing what Patrick did. Like, you know, like kind of For following. Sure. Like, I mean, when when Fallout Boy goes hard pop, Panic goes hard pop. You know what I mean? Not not to you know, not to shut on too hard. I, but. I, no, no, no. I I see what you mean. Um, I I I do see what you mean. I will say I think Panic had a better arc. Um, they had a better pop era for sure. They had a better pop era. Yeah. More successful too, arguably. Yeah, good point. Um, just with that. I don't think even arguably, song. just fucking yeah, no. cuz High Hopes was tremendous. Yeah, High Hopes was, it was so the big. Elizabeth Warren campaign song. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Written by a bunch of songwriters in a jacuzzi. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, no. Uh I, I don't want to spend too much time talking about this, but like I like Brendan Brendan is theater kid yep. uh, version of that voice, and uh, Patrick Stump is like, uh, like a soul version of it. Like he, yeah. he goes like he has so much soul and so much grit in his voice. In comparison to Brendan, I'm not saying he has a particular gritty voice, mm-hmm. um, but in comparison, like Patrick just like has a lot more. I don't know. There's a lot more like. <clears throat> there's yeah. a lot more balls sounds on like he means it yeah. sounds like he means it even though brendan is an amazing vocalist he kind of goes full theater kid on this and i don't love it i feel like it fits though because this song is like i mean it's a it's a slow jam it's a ballad it is kind of melodramatic i feel like if there is a time to whip out the theater kid voice it on this album it's here i don't disagree with you again i i think it's fine yeah. i i i think it adds to the song i think it's fine mm-hmm. um and they were gonna put him on something. Mm-hmm. And this was probably the one that I mean I, I don't think like there was like a a hat and everyone picked which song <laughs> they did I think yeah. it was probably deliberately like hey let's get the guy that sounds nearly exactly like me to do this. yeah <laughs> why not and I also yeah. feel like the delivery was intentional too because he's on twenty dollar nosebleed as well mm-hmm. and he's a lot more restrained on that one he and another vocalist that is on this song is on they're both on two songs on this record mm-hmm. crazy. Um. So I want to get to the funny one. This is this is my favorite one. Yes. <laughs> this is what hands down my favorite feature on this period. Uh, Doug Newman is that how you say his name? I think so. Uh, singing this ain't a scene. It's a goddamn arms race. I don't think I have ever heard this one. This picture. He is. He's Fallout Boy's manager to this day. Mm-hmm. Um. He also. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about this, Dawson. I'm what is so, it? I'm so fucking excited. What is it? Oh, my Lord. Hang on. Sorry. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I added it to my li- library. Um, so he has this album called Doug Does Decadence. <laughs> where he does essentially Richard Cheese versions of Decadence. Bands. Let's oh fucking go. Uh, particularly his version of, and I'm so mad we didn't know about this last week. He has a version of I've got all this ringing in my ears. <laughs> oh, my God. That is absolutely fucking incredible. Oh God. Um, this guy fucking rocks. <laughs> um, he has a version of uh, he, he does dance dance, but it's better if you do bring it snakes on a plane. Uh, uh, I think he there's a Cobra Starship song called Viva La Cobra, but I, he changed it to Viva La White Girl. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, he does time to dance. Um, 
He does time to dance. He does time Let's to dance. go. Yeah. Um, and I listened to like all of the ones that I wanted to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this guy's fucking awesome. Uh, it does kind of remind me of like Fall Out Boy. Clearly, was just like our man. Our manager's a goofball. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to how like our the Dow Boys manager is also kind of just a Long Island goofball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is something we would make our manager do. It would yeah. be incredible. <laughs> oh, uh, when I said I've never heard, I've like been able to pick this out in the song, I was wrong. I just remembered. Oh, the this ain't a scene part? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he kind of a little to, weird. It's kind of hard to scene, hear. It's a goddamn arms race. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to pick out, but I have heard it before. It's also the quickest feature. He it's really, definitely the quickest. He gets in. He gets he's not an incredible singer, yeah. but he is pretty. He's he fine. Gets he can carry yeah. on. Yeah. I just love that they're fucking managers. That's so. Funny. Which credit to them for having like a funny one and mm-hmm. just like getting it over with. Having yeah. having a funny one, and like to be honest, like. Obviously, if you don't know that detail, it's yeah. like not crazy funny yeah. to you. But yeah. Now every time I listen to this, it's song, gonna make I'm, me laugh. <laughs> of Doug. Yeah. Like, Doug it's rules. Be Doug up there, baby. Um, I'm Doug all day, baby. Doug all day. Um, yeah. So that's fun. Uh, listen to Doug does. Decay I never dance. knew that that was their manager. I figured it's, it was just another Decay Dance band. It's so awesome. Hell I yeah. Him. He's so dope. Uh, feelings on the band The Cab. I know nothing about the cab. I've heard like they had like a cover of a Rihanna song on one of those Punk Goes oh, albums. Yeah, That's yeah. the only thing I've heard from them. Yes, mm. I remember. Uh, I remember girls in high school liking them. <laughs> nothing wrong with being a band for girls. Well, I, like I was like a I was like a uh, Fueled by Ramen Decay Dance head back then, so I loved all the bands for girls. I don't know why this one slipped me by. Hmm. Um, truthfully, because this one feels the most engineered. Okay. Um, they tried to make Panic of the Disco happen again. Interesting. Uh, this band was also from Vegas. Okay. Also in high school. <laughs> were they? And also had the dynamic of two singer songwriters. Were they Mormon? No. So they were missing the special sauce. They were missing yeah. the special sauce of Mormon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mormon theater. Kid. That's why it didn't pop. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Alex DeLeon from The Cab sings uh, Thanks for the Memories. Um, and I gotta be real. I think this is the best feature. He sounds great. He, he sounds it, confident. This he one is strong. really good. Um, he's singing. He's singing. Uh, I love his voice. Um, the second Cab record, uh, Symphony Soldier, yeah. which they did this stupid fucking thing where they named their first album Whisper War. And then they named the second one Symphony Soldier. Oh, wow. Alliteration. <laughs> um, That's so awesome, guys. Yeah. Um, and they didn't have a third album, so... Um, I see. We'll never know. They've we'll, tried we'll, to come back, like, seven times. We'll never hear... Um, oh, God. I, I, I can, you got I can it. come up with something. Alliteration album? Oh, fuck. Um, no, not alliteration album. It also has to be military. It also has to be gun-themed, yeah. Oh, yeah. It has to be military-related. Um military madness no no um, sniper secrets <laughs> sniper secrets they already did s's one. i guess yeah. sniper secrets yeah. yeah um fucking tactical tunes i can keep going <laughs> <laughs> tank time i, 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 I <laughs> really <laughs> oh my goodness i'm so, oh, so mad 
<laughs> Deputy Doug. No, <laughs> Deputy no, Doug. No. Alex Alex DeLeon sounds great on this song. Mm-hmm. He is also on the song Tiffany Blues. Oh, uh, okay. doing some backing vocals on that, and he sounds amazing on that song mm-hmm. as well. Uh, is that the Lil Wayne song? Yes, that Yo, is. He Lil kills Wayne it on that one. He too. kills it on That's, that one. I might listen to the cab. Uh, mm-hmm. You love you love Whisper War. Okay, um, it's very of its time. Mm-hmm. I will say. Um, and it does feel like the most engineered. I don't know how much co-writing was on it. Yeah. Um, I know Patrick Stump had like heavy involvement, um, in it and similar to the second Cobra Starship album, all the backing vocals are Patrick (laughs) (laughs) and it's dope. It's great. That's Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know how much of a hand he had in the songwriting. Probably a little bit. Passion Uh, paramilitary. Nice. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's uh, that could be the third one. Okay. Paramilitary passion? No, passion paramilitary because the, uh, the military right. has to be. Yeah, it has yeah. to be the second it's, word. It's one word and then army. military word. Yeah. <laughs> army. <laughs> ass, ass army. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like tank time. Personally. Tank time would kill me. Shit soldiers. <laughs> Shit soldiers is pretty good. Um, so, uh, yeah, no. Uh, listen to the cab. Maybe they can try and have another comeback. Um, yeah. I'd love to see them on When We Were Young. I'd love to see them fun. at at damn uh, Furnace Fest. Yeah, uh, their comeback seems to be going as about as uh, about as well as the Boys Like Girls comeback, mm-hmm. uh, which we tried to listen to the new Boys Like Girls song the other day, and it was it not sounded very like good. it sounded like In Excess. Mm. Oh, it sounded worse than In Excess. Yeah. It, it was it was odd. It sounded like a bunch of white people trying to do Prince. Ooh. And I have an aversion yeah. to white people trying to do prints. Um, anyway, listen to the cab. I think this is the best feature, and I'm standing by that. Yeah. Um, and we only have one more left. Yep. Do you know who the Academy is? Is No. Of course you don't. Um, That's crazy. <laughs> Maddie loves the Academy. I know. The Academy is has a, has a music video that mirrors the video for... Uh, Thanks for the memories. Thanks for the memories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, that's cool. Yeah. It's probably their best song, too. It's probably mm. their best song. It's, uh... I'm terrible with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's that fun. Song There's is like, amazing. That song is really sick. About a Girl is a great song, too. About a Girl's okay. They have a handful of songs that I really they like. They are the most four girls band from yes. Fueled by Ramen. I would and agree. And I cannot stand it. I like I need some balls. <laughs> I like some of their music. I need, I, some, I need some dick and balls I need some in my cock music. And balls. I always felt like they sounded like boring Taking Back Sunday. They are boring Taking Back Sunday. They have another song called Black Mamba mm-hmm. that is them doing the Panic of the Disco thing of okay. we don't care what the critics say about us, <laughs> even though Ooh. it's our debut album. Um, wow. And that song is very silly, but mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I will say their guitar work is cool. I, I just don't think I like William Beckett's voice very much. I just don't think I'm a William Beckett guy. He's got kind of a flat voice, I think. It's flat. It doesn't have a, like, if I, if I heard someone singing like that, I'm like, that is passable, but it's not, like, yeah. incredible. Not, not a lot of charisma in his voice. Not a, not a lot of charisma. All there. that said, this might be my favorite feature. Growing up? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, wow. it's cool because... William Buck- Beckett sings on the original recording of mm. Growing Up, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, I-, I think that is a cool little detail. You get the guy who did the feature, yeah. like who did backing vocals or whatever he did on that song, um, to come back and do more stuff on this, which I think is cool. Yeah. 
Um, it really ties so. it all together. It really ties it all together, and it's this nice bookend. Um, and uh, you know, it 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 is this like it starts with um, you know, Elvis Costello doing one of their newest songs, um, and then Gabe Saporta doing a very old song, uh, and then it kind of you know ends on this on William Beckett doing this pretty old song, which I think is very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> those are the features. Those are the features. Um, I'm going to say Alex DeLeon is my favorite. What you got? <laughs> I, th- I think Doug might be mine. Doug's amazing. <laughs> Serious answer though. I think it's Doug. Travi McCoy. I, okay. I, I just yeah. like having That's him there. That's a good one. How about you? Uh, William Beckett. William Beckett. Uh, I just like that. Um, sustains over mm-hmm. the whole thing. like yeah. but it, mm-hmm. it definitely lasts for a while and this song is very much about growing up and moving on from mm-hmm. the band i mean they kind of knew they were breaking up i don't know if you've seen the video for this song which we should probably talk about a little bit um it's everybody that is on this song on a boat that is sinking um mm. and i think they knew they were going to take a hiatus from doing this um and I, I, you know, every time, like Jack, when Jack Kern was on, and was talking about um, how this feels like a closing track, mm-hmm. I, I know it does. Um, I still stand by West Coast Smoker being the better option for a closing track because I think it's just like psychotic that they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it truly is like this is how we'd like the band to end yeah this is the send-off we are going out on top um and then when they come back they come back on top you know for better mm-hmm. or for worse because you hate that fucking album but <laughs> they were certainly on top yeah um anyway they were unavoidable <laughs> <laughs> very much so um do we want to do lyrics yeah um fucking goddamn dude <laughs> These, uh, I got trouble thoughts. That, you know, that's that all I'm saying. Line, that one line that, like, I've got trouble thoughts and the self-esteem to match, it's repeated a lot throughout the song, and rightfully so, because it is it a works every time. eater of a line. It works every time. Like, damn, yeah. he just like me for real. Uh, <laughs> Pete, Pete was spitting with Pete, that one. Pete was spitting. Also, I don't know. If I just noticed this song starts and ends the same exact way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so dope. So so dope. Y'all are crazy. Y'all cra- y'all are crazy for that. Y'all are some crazy kids doing that. Um, Miss uh, Miss Flex said, "I still want you back." Um, that is a. I mean, the genie sanitation just gives it away um miss flack is roberta flack a good friend of late blues musician donnie hathaway uh who presumably committed suicide by jumping to his death right before donnie died the two had just finished a duet together um who the fuck is like a a teenager it's like hearing that line and is like Oh, I know what's going on. <laughs> That's why I think it's so awesome. Like, yeah. It's just like, it's such a, it's such a well thought through thing. And I think that like, you know, not to make this about Dow boys, but like, I feel like that line and the like somersaults you have to do to get to the meaning of it is like definitely something that I 
like really like I've known about that since this album came out and since I was looking at the lyrics being like what the fuck does this mean mm-hmm. um and uh I think I think I really really was like saw that and was just like oh you can do these things where like it's it's okay to make the audience do some work mm-hmm. you know what I mean um which I think is really cool um I also uh I got in a lot of trouble in a drama class uh for uh referencing they say the captain goes down with the ship so when the world ends will go god go down with it uh my christian drama teacher did not <laughs> like that at all sorry mr buxton and i also upset him later that year by uh showing him new perspective and i didn't know what go down on me meant but uh so uh there's a line about that in new perspective and he was like he was like this is filth carson um sorry about that this um, is filth carson i'm a talented i'm i'm a much more talented person because of you mr buxton so uh <laughs> I, I miss you i hope you're doing well um yeah i mean standout lyrics for your for you two I've, i feel like i've been talking my damn mouth is it, off is it cheating to say the whole song not at all i mean i think that this song doesn't have a whole lot of lyrics apart from yeah the verses are pretty short the verses are very short and the, it's mostly about just like the feeling of it rather than yeah. having a lot of lyrics in it. Yeah. I love the way Patrick says American Embassy. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite part of the oh, song. Oh, so dope. So awesome. I I I want to hear I want to hear it. <laughs> Not right no. now. <laughs> we'll, we'll, I'll hear it on tour. I'll oh, hear it yeah. on tour, yeah. Oh, no. yeah. We got a long ass drive to Colorado, buddy. Yes, we do. 20 oh hours. 20 hours. It'll God be fun. God damn. Yeah, it, it'll be fun. It'll suck, but it'll be fun. Be a good time. Yeah, we'll have a good time. Um, yeah. Uh, you want to move to something else? Before we move on to whatever we're going to move on to, which I'm going to let Dawson decide because I've been kind of talking too much. Um, discovered today that I was at the second to most recent, uh, second to last most recent performance of this song. Oh, wow. In 2013. Really? Yes. So. They played it at the show that I went to of theirs in 2013, then played it again, and then they have not played it since. That's crazy. <laughs> when did they play it last? Was it also 2013? It was the next day to that tour. I think, I, I think that Al, uh, Alpharetta was the second to last date of um, the Save Rock and Roll tour. Wow. So. They should bring it back. They should bring yes, it back. they I, should. I have a feeling it, that'll be sooner than later. People want to hear it. Yeah. People want to hear. They've it. been playing a couple of Folly Do songs on these recent shows, and they're Head going over mm-hmm. great. I think everyone's starting to come around to the light, the truth, yeah. the truth in the way. I know it's I definitely did. happening, and I believe the same thing will happen with Christianity. So, um, good news, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard it? Uh, what do you, What do you want to rock? Uh, I'm on song meetings right now. Um, Sock it to me. A lot of the comments are about how um, this was written by Pete. From Patrick's perspective, um, that's interesting. Which is interesting. I don't think I've heard that Holy shit! Is that's... Patrick the guy who thinks he sucks, but he's cool? Whoa! 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 <laughs> Whoa. Fuck! That would explain that weird ass intro, then, huh? But yeah. I mean, that's confirmed. Like Pete has said that he wrote this from Patrick's perspective. That's super interesting. Damn. I because I don't totally. I mean, I guess I see it. Um, you know. Folie Adieu is French for the madness of two. Mm-hmm. Um, a duet between Roberta Flack and, and Mr. What a Catch Donnie. Um, you know, duet has two people. They're the two main people in the band. Mm-hmm. Um, the wow. two most famous ones, I should say. 
Yeah. Um, because I saw Andy Hurley at Furnace Fest and nobody but me cared. <laughs> um. I would punish that man. Oh, I came pretty close. <laughs> I would I ask him about anarcho-primitivism. I would punish that <laughs> Me and Sal from Koyo were talking, and just like out of the corner of my eye, like Sal was in the middle of a very long sentence yeah. that was not going to end very soon. Love you, Sal. But <laughs> um, And I was like, I was like, Sal, that's Andy Hurley. And <laughs> Sal turns around and goes, oh, yeah. And then just keeps talking. Oh <laughs> and I was like, guess I'm not talking to Andy Hurley. <laughs> I would have freaked. Um. Yeah, there's, um, oh my goodness, I, there, there's this one person, um, starless underscore underscore eyes on December 24th, 2008. They have this big ass paragraph about like the meaning of the song, but they open it with, this song scares me. It feels like kind of a farewell. It feels like the end of Fallout Boy. Fucking prophetic. Like, yeah, no yeah. kidding. But again, Damn. they knew, like they knew. Yeah, um, I believe the it band was, definitely did. I don't know if it was like telegraphed to like general audiences that they were going to take a hiatus after. Right, this. sure. Well, I mean, under the at the time they were under their own label. They hadn't mm-hmm. signed to Def Jam yet, which I mean, they were they were on a subsection of Fueled by Ramen called Decadence, right? Mm-hmm. And Pete Wentz ran Decadence um, with you know Fueled by Ramen, just like investing a fuck ton of money into it and shit. Mm-hmm. So like, they could have bowed out at any time, and they would have been going out on top and keeping a lot of the money from it too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, like it to me, it just makes sense. Is it's just like everyone looks around and they're like, "Can we take a break? All right, let's take a break." You know, um, and I, I mean, I think they've even confirmed that like they knew it wasn't like a big blowout fight. They were just like, "Hey, let's take like a." sanctioned break and then let's come back you know when I, when def jam island wants a, to give us four billion dollars for dog shit yeah yeah for real it's awesome um there's a, a kind of funny one um by revilo draw very interesting username on december 15th 2008 um they open it up it's just kind of a funny wrong interpretation um <laughs> yeah where it says, okay, I'm probably wrong. Good. Uh, but so far, here, so good. But here is some interesting info. They open it with Donnie, Donnie Darko. This type <laughs> of film is right up Fallout Boy's yes. alley. <laughs> Let's go. And then it keeps going. Miss Flack, as mentioned above, because people like deciphered in the comments that it was about um, Roberta, Roberta Flack. Flack. Yeah. Um, as mentioned above, there was a singer, Rever- Roberta Flack, in Donnie Darko, the old lady is called Roberta Sparrow. Tenuous, I know. And then it keeps going. Keep a calendar. Donnie Darko keeps a calendar. <laughs> what are the more important parts of the movie? You'll never catch us. Frank tells Donnie he can do whatever he wants and he won't be caught. The concepts of God slash fate slash predeterminism, etc. are prevalent throughout Donnie Darko. And the line about God going down with the world when it ends fits. In fact, I'm almost certain Donnie asked his science teacher if this is the case. This is just what people were like in the 2000s. Yeah. The uh, more I go on, the more I am convincing myself I am right. That's crazy. Yeah. That is 
so funny. And they keep going. It's insane. Yeah, no, you couldn't go on the internet for more than five minutes back then before you ran into one of these have you seen Donnie Darko people. Yeah. <laughs> they were everywhere. I've seen Donnie Darko like six times. Same. All for girls, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I still don't, like, I couldn't tell you a single scene in that movie. It's a good movie. I'm I'm sure it's good. It's got a lot of Tears for Fears but, in the soundtrack. But that that is which cool. is the best that part about cool. it. I am. I will admit this. I am also the most feminine person in this recording session right now. You don't know that. I'm pretty certain. <laughs> really? Because I'm looking at the most feminine person. <laughs> it's definitely me. Yeah. You have a beard. <laughs> you got some girl brain. You have a full you have beard. some girl brain qualities. Yeah. I mean, so do I. We all, all three of us. I think have a significant amount of girl brain. Absolutely. Girl brain. What does that mean? Oh, you know when you see it. I don't. I can't define it, but it's like it's like. I a, will not tell you on microphone. Yeah, I'll yeah say for that. sure. Let's go, dog. <laughs> yeah, come on. Now. What's up now? Um, I don't understand. Yeah, uh, uh, I I'm more interested in uh, the writer uh, director's follow up to Donnie Darko that everyone hates. Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen it, but I'm fascinated by it. You used to be able to make something that was just like sincere and like, stupid. And they, I don't know. I like, I like those kinds of movies. They're a yeah. nice little time capsule, as, as bad as they are. You definitely don't see as much of them anymore. It's too hard to do now, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, yeah. Like, any, I mean, as we saw with, like, I hate to, I hate to bring this up, but as we saw with The Good Doctor, um, <laughs> you know, they tried to make something sincere. I mean, that clip that was going around, it looks like it's from 2003. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. also, didn't we have one doctor with autism show already? Yeah, House. House. I thought so, yeah. Like, come on. Um, we don't need another one. <laughs> but that, I mean, that clip looks like it looks like it's from 2003, and it's just very earnest, and everyone shed on it for yeah. weeks. Yeah. Um, I'm I mean, not saying it's good. I'm oh, sure no. That show sucks. But that so show. Does House, so. That show, well, it, with House, it's like, um, that gets by because it's not, it's better autism representation than the good doctor is like the good doctor is horrible autism representation okay like they give they give this fool autism powers like he has x-ray cool. vision no way yeah oh that's like part of i hope that's right in the corner for me he has autism that gives him x-ray vision i you know i on the corner for me too that mm, cool. yeah i would like to like int- if i have any tumors that's dope. So I could catch him and then go to the doctor and be like, hey, I have to give you $400 million now so you can get this out of me. And I, they're like, all right. I just want a photographic memory. Photographic memory would be so cool. Bad. Anyway. Um, um, oh, also, um, more shitting on the good doctor uh, because I found out a lot about it and um, it's the, the thoughts are bouncing in my okay. brain. Go for it. Um, there is an episode where the, the doctor... Um, the good doctor, I should, I should clarify, sure. um, tries to have a patient um, not get treatment because she is brown on the basis that she Whoa. could be a terrorist. And the patient in question is like nine. Listen, you can never be too careful. That Listen, five, brother. That doesn't, <laughs> sound like, that doesn't sound like a good doctor to me. That doesn't sound like sounds a good like a doctor. And doctor. it sounds, sounds like that doesn't. You know, well, they can't call the show the racist doctor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, work. but like that one's you know, not getting picked up for <laughs> for a full <laughs> season. No. Personally, I don't really think that nine-year-old brown girls are going to blow up a hospital. 
Um, but that's no, just me. And, on that. That's yeah, just no. me and my autism. I don't feel that way either. But I'm not a good doctor. You also don't have <laughs> autism, so I don't You're know. Right. If Thank you, you. Like, I actually didn't know if you did or not before saying that. I just I kind of assumed just... you didn't. I mean, I was right. So, like, <laughs> but that could have been. Do. I could have uh, been disastrous. <laughs> uh, speaking of autism, we gotta we gotta move on. Like, we get, like we've gone for an hour. And speaking of change. autism, <laughs> speaking of autism, did you see that Sia? Yeah, oh my god, oh, yeah. dude, don't even fucking get me started on this. Alright, alright, alright. Tomorrow, we'll talk about tomorrow. Sia's autism. We'll talk about tomorrow. Sia's autism diagnosis and music tomorrow. That's but. why she's such a talented uh, talented broad. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can't call people broads I just did. on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she's she's <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> No one will care. Um, <laughs> all right, so Reddit. Um, uh, on the r slash fallout boy Reddit, user Pleasant Statement 64, 107 days ago, says, is it strange to anyone else that what a catch doesn't close fully? Uh, and then their own, the body of the post is just, IDK, West Coast Smoker seems more like a penultimate track anyways. Which we've talked about a good deal. We've talked about this. Have we ever talked about how... Um, there's like, and there's, uh, this person also says that there's no source, but, uh, they intentionally didn't make what a catch the album closer because it sounded too much like a goodbye song. Not putting it at the end of the album was, I think their way of sending the message to fans that if they did take a break, they would come back. I have seen that around. I've also, I've, and I feel like we may have even, I feel like that's been, it. yeah, I think we've talked about it before. I think it was in an interview or something. Um, about it but like interviews about the sequencing of foley and like tracks on foley that aren't the singles are hard to come by yeah i mean just any like foley analysis at all is hard to come by but i i think we're gonna start seeing more of it for sure yeah um i would love to see like a like a retrospective like one of the one of the bigger like video essay channels because there's some trash out there for sure but mm. um i'd love to see like mike the snare talk about this album oh or something yeah like that yeah. Um, and I think it's up his alley too. I mean, he loves Paramore, mm-hmm. so and he loves pop music, and this is just a fantastic, like, artsy pop record. I think that was an interesting comment about um, how West Coast Smoker felt like a, a penultimate track because I completely disagree. I think I it's either I think it's either the closer or it's not on the album at all. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so uh, I want to bring this up. This was another comment on this. Uh, no, nah, I think it's a nice middle ground song. I think. West Coast Smokers up there for closers on the albums, although EXO is my personal fave closer. Um, and I, I agree, it's a it's a nice middle ground song. It does break up the record very nicely because after it, you have like just a bunch of bangers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I mean, it's it's great to just, uh, you know, have this very very big song and then still have like you know more more album behind it you know what i mean yeah it's also definitely their most self-indulgent song yeah on their most self-indulgent album most self, yes exactly um they literally they they just they sing their own songs mm-hmm. it's dope yeah <laughs> it's know? awesome it's Baller crazy move. um and then the last comment i'll bring up on this uh because it makes me want to vomit uh is uh from a now deleted user you're Ooh. right. It definitely makes sense. When reciting old lyrics from other songs, it's almost as it, it's almost as if it comes full circle. Marianas Trench, especially, but also Panic, do this, and it's usually at the end of the album. K 
can't think of another time Panic has done this other than Nearly Witches, but could be wrong about that. Um, Mariana's Trench, one of the worst bands I've ever <laughs> fucking heard. Don't bring them yeah. into my fucking podcast. Yeah, no. I know you didn't do it intentionally, but don't. I hate that fucking That's band. just proof they don't know what they're talking about. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, but, like, you got to remember that, like, to some people, like, Fallout Boy is comparable with like shitty warp tour music. Yeah. yeah. Which like always blows my mind because I'm like, are you looking at numbers? I guess it's these just bands like, have to be big to somebody. Yeah. You know? And For it's sure. like proximity because, yeah. you know, of like, course. Yeah. The, the Fallout Boy was big around the same time a lot of those shitty warp tour bands were too. So it's well, like. Well, it's, I, what I'm saying is that we're of a higher intellectual point. Yeah. We are smarter are, and yeah, cooler and so. sexier and more beautiful yeah, than. They're like the Rick and Morty of the warp tour bands. They're yeah. For, <laughs> for sure. You yeah, have yeah, to, yeah. you have to have a certain level of intellect to Absolutely. understand fallout boy. I've all, I'm always saying this. Um, we're going to scroll to one of our good friends on the Reddit's ranking to see where, what a catch lands for Ooh. some of these people. Um, our buddy Michael Scott, nineteen ninety three. Michael, future guest of the pod. I hope you hear this, buddy. Michael, <laughs> Michael Scott, nineteen ninety three. Where you at, brother? Um, or sister? Or, or sister? Yeah, or you know what? Um, we don't know. My uh, guess, yeah. Anyway, um, I'm not gonna guess this person's gender. <laughs> That's an insane thing to do. All right, up next on this ain't a scene. It's a podcast. <laughs> guess, guess that gender. gender. <laughs> Woo! Um, so, uh, Michael Scott, 1993, once again, disappointing us a little bit. Oh, no. Uh, where do you think this song ranked out of 94? Uh, or, excuse me, 110. Based on, based on your introduction to this, I'm not anticipating that it places very high. It's at 46. Holy shit, I was going to guess 47. Whoa, oh, my goodness. Oh, my uh, no, 47, 47 is the worst song from this podcast. It's Bob Dylan. Um, <laughs> well, at least it beat Bob. It beat Bob Dylan by one. Um, un- it is underneath uh, Jetpack Blues. That song can get bent. That song sucks. Yeah. Uh, How is that? That's um. It's underneath Super Fade. Jetpack Blues is from American, American Beauty, Beauty, American Psycho. Oh. That's yeah, the one that Big Crit did a remix of, I believe. You bring this up every time. I love yep. It. <laughs> Big Crit rocks. Shout out Big Crit. Big Crit does rock. Future guest of the pod. I hope so. Um, it's. It's below a lot of songs that I think we disagree with, other than Michael Scott 1993's number nine is Pavlov. Based. Based as hell. Based. Um, Gotta say, based. Based as hell. Uh, the Phoenix is above What a Catch. I'm Not sure based. Much to, your, much to your chagrin. Much to yours as well. I would imagine you like this song better than The Phoenix, too. Definitely. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I thought about it. I don't know it, why like, you were oh thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Um, it's below West Coast Smoker, which, uh, I don't know. Um, I might like West Coast Smoker more than this song. I am also might like, but it's like barely. Yeah. Barely I love Blondie. Behind it. Mm. Um. It's below the takeover breaks over, which I agree oh, no. with. That's that's a that's a top ten for me. Oh yeah, mm. one of the best Holy. songs ever written. Um, and uh, it's it nobody puts baby in the corner, barely beating it out, mm. which um, pretty insane. Uh, but also barely beating it out, bang the doldrums. Michael mm. Scott, nineteen ninety three. You got to get your shit. Together. Michael, come on. Michael, come on. Come on, Michael. 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 God. Michael, what are you doing to us? Michael. Um. Michael. Hang on, let me scroll down to. Uh, our, Michael. Our buddy Lugia eighteen. Lugia. 
Lugia, 18. We need to have, like, stingers for these people, like, morning radio. Lugia, 18. Like, the shock jock. Lugia, 18. Um, let's see. Alpha Dog and Carpal Tunner, they're number one and two. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Base. Um, damn. Is my vision bad? Is this Carson? how I find out I, I don't have very good vision? Um, Carson has been illiterate this whole time. Wow. Uh, oh, I just saw it, and then I lost it. <laughs> Son of a gun. This is... Oh, okay. Uh, similar ranking to Michael Scott, 1993. Wouldn't, uh, um, wouldn't but I will son, say better songs are above it. Wouldn't a son of a gun be a bullet? Huh? Wouldn't a son of a gun be a bullet? Um... Yeah, I mean, there's a Candiria lyric where he says, I am violence having sex with guns. The bullets are my children. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, What a Catch Donnie is 41 on mm. Lugia 18's list. Um, above it is Novocaine, which... Oh, Interesting. Shit's rough out here. Um, uh, above it is also... Uh, uh, snitches and snitches and talkers is above it, which I I think is pretty crazy. Um, I love snitches and talkers. That's like there, their heaviest song. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's there's a bunch of stuff in here that is all good songs, mm-hmm. but like you're gonna throw Lake Effect Kid and Death Valley over Water Cash. Ooh, going on with you, bro. Come on, craziness. Man. Come on. Um. All right. So uh, I think I'm ready to uh, rate this song out of ten. Okay. Um, how about y'all? Um, yeah. We gotta wrap yeah. this shit up. <laughs> yeah, honestly. We've been going for a while. Going for a minute. Um, Marty, you get to go first. Nine out of ten. I'm nice. also gonna give it a nine out of ten. Dawson? I am also gonna give it a nine out of ten. Unanimous. Is it our unanimous. first unanimous? No. Well, we, we just had, um, uh, we just recorded a oh, unanimous. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. meant with a guest. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, maybe. <laughs> I'm a doofus. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Personally, I, I dock it one, one point for the Let's Go Brendan feature. Yes. But other than that, yeah. perfect song. My, my, my point is from the na-na-nas, which oh, uh, yeah. could be taken out from. That, is, that is fair. It's not that bad. I mm-hmm. disagree. I just like, um, it's not a 10 for me just because it isn't a 10. That's fair. That's fair. I respect uh, that. Marty, you know what happens. You've been on the show before. Yes. We're going to let you spin the wheel. Holy yeah. crap. Marty gets to spin Marty the damn ass time. wheel. Let's see what goes on. Marty down. wheel time. All right. I am spinning the wheel. Marty has spun Let's the wheel. Let's see what we get here, folks. It's spinning. Short, fast, loud. That is another evening out with your oh, girlfriend song. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Marty. Get out of the way anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, Um, and you're fine. Do you want me to get it? Rated because we have to do another at Bummer Hill ATL at Callus Dowboys at the Callus Dowboys. Well, you have to say what is okay. All right, let me start. Let me start over the script in my mind. Thank you so much for listening. If you're still listening this far, Um, follow Carson and I's band. Um. At Callous Dowboys on Twitter, at Bummer Hill ATL on Twitter, at the Callous Dowboys on Instagram, at Bummer Hill on Instagram. Follow the podcast uh, at the Dreaded Wheel on Twitter. Follow Marty at the ASMR Volta on Instagram. 
And that's it. That's it. Carson from Dowboys on Instagram. Uh, Peanut Reject on Instagram if you really are about it like that, I guess. Come see us with Rolla Tomasi uh, if you're on the West Coast or in Texas or uh, New Mexico. New Mexico, New yeah, Mexico. for the yeah, first time. It's close to the, the Pacific Northwest. Oh, in the Pacific Ooh. Northwest for the first time. Come Ooh. see us in Portland or Eugene or Seattle, baby. Ooh. So exciting. Or if you're in the Midwest, see in St. Louis. Yeah. Don't come to the Salt Lake Show. I want, not I want come zero to the people Salt Lake at that show. show. <laughs> I want no tickets sold. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.